podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Wednesday night and everybody who is watching is very, very welcome. This show, of course, was brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookies, a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and if you do so, try with Paddy Power. Uh, odds on Liverpool, specials on Liverpool, odds on all other sports. You know the drill by now, you know the drill. Uh, with me tonight is Chris Brack and we are going to talk about Bernardo's amazing, um, I suppose, ban. Uh, we're going to talk about the Raheem Sterling situation that just keeps rumbling and rumbling on for what reason, I don't know. Uh, the Mail are reporting that Man City have made a complaint against Michael Oliver, which is very, very, very amusing. And if you have any random questions whatsoever, absolutely fling them at us as the show goes on. We've done a, l- a good few last night with uh, Peter Smith, and it was really, really good. So if you have any random questions, absolutely go and do it. Chris Pross is straight in. He says, hello, good evening. Uh, North Red says, hello, people. Centurion says, pertaining to the silver ban, he did us a favour. His handball negated the pen and we scored EPL in our pockets now. <laughs> uh, Avo says, good evening, Gav and Reds fans. Good, uh, good evening, Avo. How are you? Chris, um, Bernardo Silva has been given a one-game ban, a uh, £50,000 fine, and he has to go and do some sort of counselling or education or something along them lines. Um, scandalous, in my opinion, scandalous. But w- what do you make of it? Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a weird subject to talk about, really, because I find it difficult... Um, being a white man to discuss uh, racism anyway because it's something I've never been subjected to so it's a bit it's a bit hard to sort of engage with it <laughs> I don't think with na- uh, the the thing I was with Bravo Silva was a lot of it is um, naivety mm-hmm. is it probably is a joke between two friends mm-hmm. but probably but if you put an image like that on social media you know people can and have been offended by it uh, so you can't then say, well, it was jokes in friends. Well, it was jokes in friends. Don't, then have it between you. You don't yeah. need to put it on a, you don't need to put it on social media so, so all your millions of followers see it if it's just between the two of you. Yeah. You know, so it's, I, if anything, I think the education thing is probably more about, you know, engage your brain before you do something. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was surprised it was only a one game ban. I, I, I did think it'd be a massive ban, uh, because I, I think there is a genuine, a little bit of, uh, the way it's, the way it's been portrayed, but, I was thinking you'd probably get like a three-game ban, big fine, and that'd be it. One yeah. game seemed a little... I mean, Harvey Elliott got longer for that for 
his comments about Harry Kane. Yeah, when he was about fourteen. Um, <laughs> but 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 you know what the thing is? Like I, I'm going to be honest, right? And I know I called for this last night, and I was going on about Bernardo Silva. I don't know if you've seen the show last night, Chris, but I was talking about it and saying. And I think it was yourself or Kev that was telling me that he got an extension up to the 23rd of October and now it was, what, the 12th of November or whatever it was. Um, people saying, you know, I was saying, like, why hasn't this been sorted out? You know, you see, you see a fella get a red card, he may appeal it, and within three or four days you know exactly what's gone on. So they had up until about three weeks ago to reply to the whole thing and nothing was happening. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, when I seen the original thing happen, I thought it was ridiculous. It was, you know, people have told me now there's the racist connotations to this thing that he posted and stuff like that and whatever it was. It was a chocolate bar or something, whatever it was, right? Um, but I thought it was ridiculous at the time. I thought it was a bit mad that he was getting charged by the FA because the FA just charge everyone for everything. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. But for it to go on that long and, and, you know, there's a precedent being set with certain things around racism where people thought this is going to be a six-game ban, this is going to be eight games, it could be anything. And then one game, you know, and the timing of it where they drop it in at the international break, you know, when he'll miss a game against Chelsea, you know, I think. You know, it's just, I think it's been a farce from start to finish. You know, like somebody says there, the ban is a, the ban is a, is a joke, it's just lip service from the FA. Um you know, Emmett says Ben Chilwell put up a pick comparing a teammate to the Joker. What's the difference? I don't really know. But you see, when the FA kind of painted themselves into this corner by charging uh, Bernardo Silva, it, it made things very, very awkward. Um, and it, it's it's just it's ridiculous now. Like Maverick is asking, what's the decision? The decision is a one-game ban, a fifty-gram fine, and he has to go to I think it was something like face-to-face education with regards to racism, I presume. But it, just for me, and, and I'm not going to stay on all night, like Stephen's asking, are we still talking about Silva? Well, we kind of have to because the ban came out and, and the timing of it just after the Liverpool game was intriguing to me anyway. But look, it, they've set another precedent now where it used to be, oh, this could be five or six games. Now you're literally going, well, just be racist if you want because you'll only get a one-game ban and you can always point at Bernardo Silva for that. So it's it's just one of those things that I wanted to cover from the start. Um What's the next thing? The Raheem Sterling thing keeps going on. Um, what's what's getting to me here is, Chris, he overreacts on the pitch. It looks like it's sorted out at full time. It's it's one of those where he, he has a go at Gomez. Selke has to make a statement because like he's got to be asked, why isn't Sterling playing on Thursday? Why isn't he playing? So he has to make a statement. And there's talk of a leak coming out of the England team that, that got it out to the media and stuff. But... Listen, he had a, he had a row with, with a guy, and in, in, he had a row with Joe Gomez. He got punished for it. I don't see why we have to keep taking sides. And you've a lot of people saying, "Oh, Raheem Sterling's the victim of because who he is," and it's just going on and on and on. Like, God, I'm just saying, Chris, I missed the day where lads have a bust up, they shake hands on it. You're not playing on Thursday. That's the end of it. But. There seems to be argument after argument on, on social media about this. Is that just the age we're in now? I think it is just the age we're in. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, I for 15, 20 years played uh, hockey, mm. not ice hockey, field hockey, mm-hmm. and I fell, out, I fell out with teammates all the time on, in training because you'd go in for a tackle hard, or you know, in, you know, competitively, and you would fall out, uh, and you'd all have a laugh and a joke. But the next, and the next week, it's forgotten. It's like it's what happens. It's competitive sport. You know, possibly I think Sterling has got a, 
a bit far with the Gomez situation. From what you read, you see Gomez seems to have probably been a bit more responsible, as in like he's tried to not really flare it up. But it's a bit of a storm in a teacup. Uh, and do you know what? In some ways, you know, you hear a story about England from years ago. Is that it was all clicks and they didn't really talk to each other and everyone kept themselves to themselves, you know. And there was a, an accusation for the England players that they didn't really give it, didn't care what happens um, in football. Whereas here's a lad who's, you know, going back to Liverpool is always hard for him because you know he always gets a hard time for Liverpool fans because of the way he left and also Liverpool fans know if you boo him it seems to wind him up. And do you know what? He was still wound up because he'd lost a big because he he'd lost a big game. It's a, and I, just, I don't know. It, to me, I was just like I saw it went. Oh, I, I sort of chuckled. Went oh, we're, so we've obviously got to city skin a little bit, and then with all the hoo ha and oh, he can't play for this and he can't do that. It's like oh god, I'd be actually honest, the big advantage would be for the person who leaked it. Yeah, well, that, that's the talk is that there was a leak in within the camp, and that's how it got out. And <laughs> for, player forced what? forced Southgate into making a statement. You know, I, I've seen. I've, I've seen Man City fans say that the, uh, Sterling's being hung out to dry by Southgate. I don't really see how it was, you know. Uh, Stephen Mack wants us to talk about Liverpool. Look, we're talking about stuff that's gone on since Sunday with regards to Liverpool, and we will get on to other stuff as we go along. Um, it, it's just, for me, and I think you agree, Chris, it, it's just being fueled by social media now, isn't it? And everyone has to have an Everyone is entitled to an opinion, but everyone has to kind of make something out of this one. It's just literally two lads having a post up and then forgetting about it an hour later. Yeah, I mean, from all accounts, uh, Gomez went to Southgate and said, don't send him home. You know, it's a, it's a bust-up. It's happened with, with you know, kiss the made up now. And the next day, they're fine. Yeah. I, I just like, couldn't care less. I'm pretty certain when you read autobiographies of, like, Gerard, of Carragher, of Fowler, they've all had a fight with a teammate. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah it, it just happens. It's competitive sport. They all get wound, we, all, we all get wound up, and it now and again, it boils over. It's not mm. You know. I, I, I think the simple thing is, um, the simple thing, and Maverick touches on it there, a fallout with a teammate is fine, we're trying to scratch him is unedifying, Raheem should have known better, that's the big key for him, he should have known better, he shouldn't have reacted like that, he probably feels like an idiot, um, because he acted like one, and then that's it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's one of those, you know. Unfortunately, if it had not been leaked, people would have seen a scratch and go with his face, and, and most of us would have just gone, oh, he just got caught in training. Yeah. And that's you know. all that would have happened, and no one would have batted an eyelid about it, and then, that's it. I don't see the. I don't know. It's cracker. It's cracker stuff like that. I just don't see why people get so wound up about it. Yeah. Why you have to take a side and you know he's been this, he's been that. It's like, oh God. But more important things like to get worried about. Yeah. A couple of people are concerned here about your health. They say um, it sounds like you need a big uh, dollop of uh, Vicks vapor rub. Um, you sound like you're struggling. The gang flu has not left you yet. The gang flu is, is uh, it's on its second coming. It's like a it's like a horror. Yeah. Like, a, like a horror villain, he keeps coming back. Yeah, well, look, we, we'll know you through this. Um, but as I said, Grizz came close to dying on the fatback for uh, two weeks ago when he said synonymous. Um, he came close to dying last Sunday because he just got way too emotional. So um, just, just, just hang in, just hang in there. Somebody there, I think it was Centurion, says. Um, the city are basing their legacy on a rivalry with LFC, a bit like Manchester United. The last thing I want to say on the on, on the city and Liverpool thing is. Um, the Mail are reporting, and some big Man City accounts are reporting as well, that Man City have made a, a formal complaint against Michael Oliver due to the game on Sunday. And one of the best comments I've seen come out was, funny that, because Pep Guardiola said his handshake with the referee after the game, thanking him for the game, was um, was completely, you know, genuine. So um, he's been lying. 
So funny yeah. that. Uh, but it, it's just, it's just um, bully boy tactics. We can't get our own way, so we're going to make a complaint. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. I mean, as someone I've saw a few people said on social media, um, that'd be like us complaining about the match referee last year in the Etihad when he didn't send company off. Anthony and company admitted, and then, and company admitted it. Later said, I uh, probably got away with one there. Yeah. And he knew he had. You know, and you know, it, it wasn't a difficult call. He could, you know, and we could go conspiracy theory and say, well, he's from Manchester and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But Liverpool didn't do that because can you imagine the, can you imagine the uh, uproar if Liverpool had done that? Mm. Yeah. And so. it, 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 I just think overall, Man City, the way, the way that manager conducted themselves, <coughs> the way that players then in turn conducted themselves, and the way they've gone on since has been, um, atrocious to be perfectly honest with you. And long may it continue way, because the yeah. more, the more they do, um, the more they do things like that, you know, well, the better it is for everyone else, I think, because well, it's, shown, manager, it's shown a weakness already 12 games in. Yeah, the way the manager conducted himself, reflected in his players, because they were all losing their heads. Yeah. Over, over silly things. I mean, you've seen things with De Bruyne where he, where he, uh, someone didn't follow a pass for him. Instead of running back and getting it, he's just like stood there, up, you know, flailing out of the air, you know, looking at the sky going, oh, what are you doing? You're thinking, that's not really how De Bruyne plays. You know, he's all action gets involved, and you just—they you know, all seem a bit like it's all against us. It's like, yeah, and it was easy for them. I said this last <coughs> night. It was easy for them to throw their arms and f- flail their arms around a little bit because the manager was doing it. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like—I mean, we probably have that a little bit at Old Trafford because we never—we we, don't—we never play well there, and I think that's why I was quite pleased we got the draw at Old Trafford because you know we did, we could easily have just done the oh the the. The Russia goal went against us. It's not fair, you know. Varsha disallowed it, but we we didn't lose our heads and start <coughs> kicking around and having a go at the referee and complaining about the referee. You have to just get your head down and try and play your game. Yeah, um, I think it was Maverick there says get a good lambeon at Corinthians. That will chase all those flu bugs away. Ooh, so um, that might that that's, might be a show. Um, that's uh, Stephen Max has a big spoon of morphine. I don't know if he can go that far. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I'm about to be in the show again if I have one of them. Yeah. Um, what else have we got there? Force says social media is the problem. Even now, Sterling and Gomez may be friends on social media is making the episode bigger than those involved. Even now, think it is. Yeah, that's spot on. And I think the more people come out and try justify anybody's actions within this, it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. So. Um, he also says, see, you're acting like petulant kids, and it's only because they're worried. I agree with you. Um, ankle injuries for to two of our boys, says Centurion. So that's that's Andy Robertson and Mo Salah. Mo Salah travelled to Egypt. I was wondering why he did, but somebody did inform me that he probably has to go as part of protocol to go and be, even though he's in like a moon boot, he has to be assessed by Egypt and their, their uh, medics to say, yeah, you're okay, you don't need to play. Andy Robertson. Um, like that's Centurion, Centurion says a, there, the, the rest could do Mo and Robbo good. The Robertson one is the bit more worrying one. Yeah, because he's, he's he's admitted he's not trained properly for two weeks, which Liverpool have kept under wraps. So yeah. if he's not trained for two weeks, he's obviously carrying something. Now, like mm-hmm. you said, two week rest might do him good. Uh, in terms of Mo, I mean, I was listening to um, the Blood Red podcast, and they were saying they saw him after the game. Said no limp, he was walking around, no boots or anything like that. Mm. So the the moon boot thing. I think they thought. I think. To, I think as soon as any football has some sort of foot or ankle injury, I think we just put them in a moon boots. Stabilize, uh, yeah. Stabilize it. Take all the pressure off it and say, like, look, this is how we'll get swelling out of your foot. I mean, look, they've been sensible. I think we've because it's a competitive game, like a qualifier. I think they have to. You have to go to your national team report for duty and let them say no, you're not fit. 
Yeah. Which we had to do in Nabi Keita, and unfortunately, in Nabi Keita's case, he was, he was, played told anyway. he was, he was told he was fit enough to play, which was frustrating. Whereas, <laughs> friendly, if you can just say, no, he's not fit, and no one quibbles it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, look, <laughs> I, I think it's, 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 it's good timing. I think if these lads get two weeks rest, come back, we play Palace, we play Brighton, I think, don't we? Um, yeah. A couple of games there that, that, that we should get through, so it's one of those where, Robertson may may not have trained properly, but a little rest and getting back, I'm absolutely fine with it. The Salah stuff, I'd like to see him rested again. And I've said a couple of my friends have said, no, if you can rest Salah for, if you can rest Salah for the Palace game, it'd even be better. Avo the Tord says, uh, what's your favourite Christmas nut out of the red plastic net? I don't know what that is, but I'm going to say uh, you do, do you? Yeah, I know what it is. Okay. Um, uh, I don't. Probably I don't know what they're called. So it's just um, a bag of nuts in a in a red. It's net. a bag of nuts, but you, well, you actually you need a proper nutcracker to open them. Is there a Brazil, uh, is there a Brazil nut in them? Probably. If there's a Brazil nut in it, I'll have it. Um, but I'm yeah. not going for any of these things where I need like pliers to open them. Um, it just, I'll, I'll it, say it, hazelnuts. Ruin, I, can't, I, I can't think of the name of the ones. Yeah, it would ruin Christmas for me if I had to use. If I had to sit on the sofa watching a movie while I um, break stuff open with the pliers, I think I think you're going a bit too far. Jono says when <laughs> Company Two Footed Mo Salah last season got away with a straight red challenge, we took our licks and moved on. Yet City can't do the same. Spoiled brats. Just loads of stuff coming in like that, and I think you're dead right. I genuinely do. I just think they weren't getting their own way. He flailed around, he threw their arms around, he shouted and kicked and screamed, and, and it didn't work for them. And, in, and, in and the more way, it happens, the better. I know the fans won't like this, but in a weird way, it's probably done us a favour because no one's talking about all oh, the top of the league and the pressure. There is a little bit of it, but nowhere near as much as there was last year because they're all talking about how City were hard done by and robbed. I'm quite frankly, I'm like, well, keep talking about it. Yeah. That's why, unless <coughs> they're probably in the same boat going, no one's talking about us. Good. Yeah. I was talking about, yeah. Let me go under the radar. We'll see how much they are hard done by when, and how much they believe what they're saying if they go out and they play Chelsea next, I think. And when they go out and play Chelsea and the decision goes against them, do they react well or do they just slump again and see what happens, you know? So we'll have to wait and see. Stephen Max says Mo's going to make a million pounds just to come up in Egypt. That's a fair point. Uh, Force asks, when is Shakiri back? Um, I don't know what's going on with Shakiri. The last I heard he was injured. Grizz, I can tell you, reckons he's not injured. Um, so make it at what you will. Um, if you have any so, more, if you have any more random questions, absolutely throw them in. We have about fifteen minutes to go, and random questions are king uh, during the international break. Go on, Chris. You're going to say something there. If, if Chris doesn't think he's injured, what do you think is wrong with him? He, he just thinks that um, he's, he's not in favour whatsoever. Mm, I don't so. know why, because he, he hasn't really shown his signs of being a, <coughs> a disruptive player. Mm. He just, you know. He, I think the problem he's got is his best work for us is when we played 4-2-3-1 and we just haven't done it at the moment. Um, on physio room, they said he's not back until the 23rd of November. Okay, so he is still showing it. As well. I, I think if he if he is over the injury, I just think that not much of a pre-season for him. He comes back, he gets another slight injury, he's gone again. I just think it's very stop-start for him. And we do know how Klopp likes to walk players back in, especially if they're not bang on force 11 players that he feels he can he can give time to bed back in you know with regards to a training schedule and stuff like that yeah. um, it, look, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he went in January but I think Klopp will let him go in January if he, if he can bring a replacement in mm. I would suggest Kevo Sullivan says he's seen a story today linking Pep with a move back to Bourne uh, I don't believe that I, I think it, my money, I think it's my money be, yeah my money would be Juve or Paris Saint-Germain my money my, my, my money be Juve because he's he's 
done Germany, he's done Spain, he's done England, he's done he's done, le- he's done leagues in all three of them. So he want to do what Mourinho's done. He want to he want to win a fourth league in a fourth. Uh, he want to win a league in a fourth country. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think it's a toss up between PSG and, and Juve, but Juve. Well, they're both nailed on to win league, so you can really concentrate on Champions League with them. Juve have a, a re, they're really well set up, but Paris Saint Germain are the sort of side that can say to them, "Listen, go and buy this, this, and this, and we won't I don't have think, a problem." I don't think I think Juve are struggling though, aren't they? Because all these frees they brought in now, I think financially they're struggling to pay the wages, yeah. which is the reason Emery Chan's not playing anymore. Oh, they right. can't afford. Have some sort of, I believe there's some sort of clause in his contract, you know, for payments and stuff like that, which is why he's not in the Champions League squad. Okay. Which I, I think I think Chan will go in January because yeah, he's, he's been linked with Manchester United quite heavily. Uh, Avo the Tord says walnuts, hazelnuts, almonds, and Brazil nuts. I'll, st- I'll stick with the Brazil nut, thanks. Uh, random question, Gav. Where did you have your first sexual awakening? Uh, I'm not getting into that. That's one thing I'm definitely not answering. Um, Me neither. Yeah, that's okay. Stephen Max says Guinness. Guinness or English, I'm not too No one should settle when it comes to taking care of their health and wellness. And with Everly Well, you don't have to. Everly Well makes lab testing easy with over 30 at-home lab tests from food sensitivity and vitamin D to heart health and more. All with simple sample at-home collection, free shipping, and physician-reviewed results sent to your device in just days. Learn more at everlywell.com and demand better for your body. That's everlywell.com. I'm sure what that means, Stephen. Um, well, I don't, I'll say English because I don't like Guinness. Do you not like Guinness? No, I've tried it a couple of times. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm 37, um, as you know, from Ireland, and my first point of Guinness was last December. <coughs> so there you go. Um, mm, I've tried it, it twice. Just, don't like it. Yeah, no, don't like it. I'll try it again. You know, your taste will always change. Tell you what to do. Cold day. Really cold day, walk into a pub on a really cold day into a warm pub and ask, um, ask, you know, for a Guinness, a good Guinness. And it's, it's really good on days like that. I'll be honest with you. Barry Carr says heroes are, heroes are celebrations. Uh, celebrations for the Maltesers. Okay. Are they the ones they used to have the Galaxy Truffle in them? Yeah, let's not go into that. It's, it still hurts. Yeah, they got rid of the Galaxy Truffle. Replace it with a shitty Twix. Yeah. So that is celebrations are the ones that got rid of the Galaxy Truffle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Heroes got those horrible. Heroes got those horrible um, cream egg things. Mm. No. Yeah. No. I'll still stick with celebrations then. Uh, Bold shows that Centurion Pep would not win the Champions League again. Um, well, he's not. He's not won one since he has had Messi, has he? Yeah. Um, Which he hates being reminded about. I don't know if he won't win it again, but I, I can't see him doing it with City. And I've said it, and I keep saying it. I hope he do draw them in the Champions League this season. Mm. I really do. Um, let me see. Uh, if you're doing the cooking and you drop a sausage on the floor, do you take it or give it to the wife? Um, give it to the wife. Is it cooked? <laughs> That's the question I'd ask. No, I just eat it. If it's, <laughs> if it's a cooked sausage, it falls on the floor. The floor's fairly clean. It's it's hot food. It's grand. You know what I mean? Sorry. Right. Then again, actually, my wife doesn't eat red meat anyway, so she definitely wouldn't be impressed either way. Uh, Force 22 says pork pie or scotch egg. There's a lot of Christmas stuff coming in here. <coughs> We're going to have loads of fun at Christmas. Yeah, pork uh, pie. Um, neither. What? Not into them. Not into them, no, no. No, not happening. Uh, Adam Petruccione says, what do you think about locals complaining about tourists taking pics or videos during You Never Walk Alone? Oh, so this is this is um, an interesting one. This is because a, I think it was, 
Now, I, I know there was a girl there the other day, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll get to her and that incident in a minute. But there was one where I think it was, was it, was it Rwandan? They were from Rwanda or Ghana or it was an African country anyway where this guy was on the cops and you never walk alone. He was in tears. Have you seen this? I've not seen this. No. Right. So this guy's, uh, uh, someone will, someone will tell me now, but I think it was, it was either from Rwanda or Ghana. It was, it was an, it was an African country, okay? I think it was his first time at Anfield. He, he's in the cop, he's singing away, um, he's in tears, this guy, like it's, the emotions completely get the better of him at the fact that he's in Anf- at Anfield, right? Um, and there was a little bit of, oh look at this, you know, people were making comments like, oh look at these coming over, taking tickets, blah, 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 which is a bit ridiculous, but look, you know, that's the way people go. But then there was a girl and she was in the cop again and she was singing at a camera. Now I don't know whether it was an official camera at the ground or someone just holding the camera on her, um, like a friend or something. I think she was from Australia. She's singing You Never Walk Alone and people went off and went like she was doing some sort of performance and it was fake and stuff like that. Listen, okay. I've been on the cop plenty of times. Um, when you never walk alone a song, it's a quite emotional no matter how many times, um, you've been there and when, when the, when the song starts and stuff like that, I get, you know, hairs in the back of your neck sort of stuff. So if anybody wants to go to Anfield, stand on the cop, film themselves, FaceTime their friends, do whatever they want. They've absolutely every right to do it. They've, I think as, much, little, I, they've as much right as anybody else to be there and do that. And the funny thing is, right? And, and I've seen a great one from, um, Ray Brady, who's, who's on the, off the LFC Day Trippers and he said, a lot of controversy about this person singing into a camera, you'll never walk alone. And he put up a video of a guy who's in the Stadio Olimpico after we qualify for the 2018 Champions League final against Roma. And this guy's singing straight at the camera as five, six thousand Liverpool fans sing, yeah, Mo Salah's song. And there yeah, was no, nothing like... about that. And everyone was jealous of him and it was a great video and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I, I really don't. I, I don't. I, I, I don't think it's a little. This. I think it. I think it's a little bit of elitism from the regulars. Like, oh, why are they coming here? Why have they got to say? I, I think people sometimes lose appreciation for. Uh, look, I don't go to the game regularly. Sadly, you know, I go whenever I can get a ticket off my brother. So, you know, for me, everything going to is a little bit of an event. And I'm, I'll, I'll openly admit it. For the Arsenal game, the five-five. I filmed You'll Never Walk Alone. I filmed my daughter singing it. Yeah. Because it's her first ever game at Anfield. So she's got that as a memory. So I, if, if, for some people, like, if they're from a Ghana or Australia, they'll go to Anfield, they'll see that, that game. They may never go to Anfield, ever. So why would you not record it? Because that'd be your memory of, yeah. George, remember when I went to Anfield? Mm. Ten years ago. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever filmed a second of footage in Anfield. And and that's because, literally, when I go into a football ground, my phone goes in my pocket. So most of the time, I've been out all day and my phone's gone dead. Um, so, I don't... But I just don't I was, see, I mean, I just don't see person, what the problem is. Me, personally, I think the only time I've used my phone in Anfield was... I took quite a few pictures because my daughter first mm. And every now and again, I do one picture when I get in when the ground's full, just, you know, send it to some of my friends and say, this is where I'm sat. Yeah. And then it goes away then. But I'm not really bothered. At the end of the day... Viewing your own way, you know, it's not really a big issue, I don't think. Yeah, at the end of the day, listen, if you want to go into the ground and watch it without your phone, take a few photos, selfies, video yourself singing, whatever you want to do, it's completely up to you. You know, and and you can't you can't tell one person that's a brilliant video and the second person that's not. So, look, that's that's the end of it. Uh, my, my, my biggest bugbear at Anfield mm. is, I've seen it twice now, is the early leavers. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I never you know, leave a ground I, early. Yeah, I never leave a ground early. 
uh, and I saw some fella get pelters in the Leicester game when he he was leaving, and he heard the penalty, he went to run back up, and I saw a few people turn around and said, no, get off. Yeah. You left. Yeah. You know, and there were some people that left early for the uh, the 5-5. Five, five. As only when Origi scored, you see them all piling back in, I thinking, I'd rather they just went out. Yeah. If, he, if you're with your team, supporters at the end, but also, more than anything else, if it's costing you 50, 60 quid to go watch Liverpool, you may as well watch it to the end, get your money's worth. Yeah, well, that's where I am as well, and I'm in no hurry to get out of the ground. Um, no. Usually when I go over, I'm definitely not getting a late flight that night. I, I usually stay over that night anyway, so I'm nev- definitely not in a, a rush to get out of the ground or away from the ground, you know. I'd usually have a point in, in one of the in one of the pubs around there. Um, you, so th- there's no issue there. Um, El Rocho, with a load of numbers after his name, says, <laughs> how good is Fabinho? Um Different level. He is... A lot of people say first name on team sheets, but I think he's virgin on that. And I know we have Van Dijk and Alisson and, and Salah and Mane and stuff, but he's really turning into the... Not just a midfield pivot, but I think he's turning into a pivot the whole team walks around now. Um, I didn't he, think we'd find a better defensive midfielder after Mascherano. I thought that was it, the best we were ever going to get. He's... he's, he's um, He's got Mas- he's Mascherano. He's got all the Tenacity Mascherano, but he's definitely got a little bit of the Alonso guile about him. Yeah, I, like I said this before, Kenny Cunningham on on off the ball. That's uh, oh, I, uh, yeah, so, I heard, I heard that. Yeah. So he God. he had to go off him twice, and I just can't see where Kenny's coming from on that because you know you have to like Kenny saying, oh, he's been exposed here and he's been exposed there, and I don't think people understand that. His other two mates, um, his other two mates are off looking after left wings and right wings. You know, they're literally emptying out midfield a lot of the time, especially in a transition where, especially down, you know, if, if we lose a ball out wide, you know, he is he is exposed. The ground he covers is brilliant. Um, his tackling is really good. He's, he's, he's got a little bit cuter in the tackles he goes into and how he does it, which is, which is fine by me. His passing range is really good. He scores at the weekend. Listen, it's he's just a brilliant player, and he'll have bad games. Don't get me wrong; everyone does. He'll have really good games. He'll have brilliant games. But I think if you can get Fabinho on the pitch and get him seven, eight out of ten most weeks, there's not many games of football you're not going to win. That's just the way it is. Um, Stephen Max says the mobile phone culture is the end of the world. Fact. Um, Avi Hunter says hello, Avi. How are you, my man? Go on, Chris. I know you're going to cut in there. Yeah, um, of course. I, I mean, the mobile phone phone goes the end of the world. Why should we be doing podcasting for a yeah, start? That's true. <laughs> so that does help. Um, but yeah, no, Mascherano, uh, sorry, Mascherano, Fabino. He's uh, what we still haven't lost a game and started, which is mad. Yeah, no, I don't think we have a game. And yeah. he, and he, he didn't get booked did he, against City either. Um, no, he didn't get booked. A lot of people had him down to get booked, but he, uh, yeah, he absolutely so didn't. The, so the good thing is. It, Palace away is probably a perfect sort of Fabino-type game. And then if he does get booked, he's going to miss Brighton at home. And mm. I would sort of say, if, if, he's going to, if he was going to pick a game for him to miss, mm. I would like to think our midfield would be fine for Brighton at home. Yeah. Not, count, not counting your chickens, but you would expect to beat Brighton at home. Yeah. And like, so. uh, I just Overall, I just think he's been, he's been a, a brilliant... A brilliant... Um, he t- he's been managed brilliantly from the start. And... You know, the, 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 I suppose the short delay and getting him into the team and and getting him used to what what way we play last year was really good, but it's proper proper coming to fruition this season. That's the way I look at it, and I think he can get better. That which is the I funny do. thing. Yeah, definitely. Think. I mean, we talked before about Emery Chelden linked to Man United. Mm. Fabinho is the type of player that Man United need. Mm. They need someone who is as mobile as him and as physical as him. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, that's what Kante did for, for Leicester and for Chelsea. He's, it's the mobility as well as the tenacity. That's what it, the difference is. Fabinho is a much better passer of the ball. Yeah, Avi Hansen says we're coming closer to the January transfer window. He's looking forward to it, and then he's doing googly eyes. Avi, come out and Bruno say, Fernandes. yeah, if, Bruno you, Fernandes. if you want to come out with Bruno Fernandez again, mate, I'm fully behind you. We had great fun with that in the summer. Um, but listen, if you if you have something that you want to say, just say it here. You're in a safe place. <laughs> um, should, should we go? With, should we go with the team of Werner shouts? Yeah, he's uh, a few people are, are um, mentioning Kenny Cunningham here. Now I just thought it was ridiculous. Um, the way he went, Adam was ridiculous, and the way he tried to make out off the top of his head he was he was remembering stuff from the game on some you could hear him read them off the list yeah it was it was ridiculous um John says Bernardo Silva getting a one game suspension after he played us I thought the conspiracy was everyone wanted us to win the league that's a fair point as well and people seem to forget that at times but look um I wanted to ask people that are watching here uh I seen an ad on I think I might have been Twitter today for Football Manager 2020. Now, I don't have Football Manager 2020. If Football Manager 2020 are listening and they want me to send me a copy, they can absolutely do so. I don't think they will. But I, I, I remember, and, and Chris, uh, because he's not well, and um, it's, his, <laughs> it's his dying wish to play that game. Um, but uh, 2018 I have on the, on the other laptop. Uh, anybody play Football Manager? Um, if they do, what team should I start with? I just want to start with a random team and try to bring them to um, to, to glory, I suppose. So if anybody has a team that they'd like to um, put forward as a suggestion, absolutely throw it at me. And if you have any more random questions in the next five minutes, absolutely throw them there too. A lot of people are happy that Avi's in the room, Barry Carr for one. Um, Avi Hantra said he would love Timo Werner, but um, he knows nothing on that, which is great. Um he still believes in Bruno. Nothing else matters. Listen, you stick to Bruno and don't let, and, and don't let any of them begrudgers uh, get you whatsoever. Has he done anything this year? Hmm? Has he done any, anything this year? Who? Uh, Bruno Fernandes? I don't know. I, 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 um, I, I just stopped worrying about what he was doing when he didn't sign for us on deadline yeah. day. Can Avi can do, do a scouting report? Yeah, yeah. Avi, I'm sure, will um, give us a uh, a good scouting report. Barry Carr has suggested Accrington Stanley. Force says uh, Hartlepool United. I wanted to go somewhere not in England. I think the game's too easy when you're in England. Um, so throw me some names. I was thinking of Ball in Switzerland because they're quite decent in Switzerland, but... Their Europa League level, so I could probably go and do something there. Avo says, favourite Bourne film, Gav, are, are they all as good as each other? That is something I've watched a lot of, the, the Bourne Identity films, and I like them all. Um, I, I, I do like them all. I think the first one's probably still the best. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think there's about four or five of them now, is there? Mm. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, he's been better than last season, says Avi Hansen, so you never know. I, I don't think, it's gonna be hard to get, get someone in January. I do believe we'll sign one player in January. I'd like to see us sign one to bring in and just freshen things up a little bit, probably in the forward area, because yeah, we, 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 you know, Firmino will hit a drop. Manny will hit a drop at some stage. I think this injury for Salah is hanging over him a little bit over the last month, six weeks, and we don't want that hanging over him coming into the business end, so something like that. Kevo Sullivan says, I didn't realise Ryan Fraser's contract was running out. Might not be one for us, but maybe a Leicester. He was, um, he was listed, or he was apparently an interest in him the other day, but that's being rubbished by um, James Pierce, who we all love. Uh, Force says Royal, Royal Antwerp. Barry Carr says Ferran Varos. There's some great names in there now. Now we're talking. Um, Stephen Max says, if you're playing football manager at the age of over 25, you need help. Listen, you, you know me too well. I need help in more ways than one. Um, 
Matty six times says take Patrick Athletic to the Club World Cup. I can't because that's an Irish team and it's not a team in Ireland that I like. So I can't do that. <laughs> um, I did have the team in Ireland that I like and done six trebles in a row with them before the computer absolutely crashed and died and lost everything on it. Sandro Tonali. Keep a close eye on him too, says Abby Hantra. There's a name. Sandro Tonali. Um, Chris. <laughs> We're we're in the we're before we finish up we're in the and and no one's throwing in any more random questions by the looks of it. Um, we're in the tra- we're in the, we're not in the transfer window. I keep saying that when we get the international break, but we're in the seven weeks. We're in the we're in the ant- we're in the in. Sorry, I'll start it again. International break. The, yeah, there we go. International break. I thought I was having a stroke there for a second. Um, we're in the international break. A lot of players have gone away. Um. What would you like to see? Do you just want them to play the least amount no. of the games as possible, come back, you know, fit and, and rare them to go? Because I think I'm always wary of games after the international break and Palace away, although we've done well there in recent years and they're probably not as good as ho- at home as people think. It can be a slippery little fixture. Yeah, because, I mean, how many Palace players would have got away on the international duty? I think probably not many. Mm. Probably Zaha and, and AU, they're probably the only two I could think that will go international duty. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, there again, but you look at who's on the bet. I mean, Joe Gomez, I don't think he'll get much minutes anyway. I mean, he doesn't get much minutes for us either, but I, I don't see Joe Gomez playing. The two Dutch lads always play. You yeah. know, like it a lump it. Um, I, I'm assuming Trent will get minutes, but he seems to favour Trippier at the moment. Okay. Which, you know, I think Trent's the better player, but from what from what I've read, Trippier's doing really well at Atletico Madrid, so, you know, that's a bit of a either way. Um, I I'd be amazed if Henderson plays both games. I mean, I was surprised Henderson wasn't sent back. Yeah. Because I'm still not convinced he's fully well. I think he's got, I think he's got my genk flu. So I was surprised. That's what's amazed how he played an hour. Cause I can barely walk around the house and he's playing an hour of football. It's mad. Yeah. Uh, the one, the, I, I think that the big worry I always think for international for us is the Brazilian lads because it's a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny and Salah. Because you see the pictures sometimes they play on oh, they, yeah. they look hor- they look Bell horrendous. Yeah. You know. Luckily I don't think I don't think Kate has gone away. I don't think he has. Okay. So I think this might be a, I think Palace might be a game for Cater actually. I mean maybe something like a, a Cater Wanald and Fabino midfield. Okay. Uh and then we could probably and then for if if we need to rest Salah, maybe that's a game where you maybe try Chamberlain behind the front two. Yeah, could bit do something of, like that, of, yeah. But bit, bit, bit of a bit of a change up. It still keeps the side strong and if there's no Andy Robertson, I'm I have no problem with Milner filling in for one game at left back. I I'd expect Andy Robertson to be back. I think Salah might get the rest, but we'll we'll look, we'll build up to that as we go along. But I think I think everyone will agree with you that um you know, just get them all back fit and raring to go. Adam Petrucci on says Grasshopper Zorik. Great show. Barry says Malmo and Joe Gardens. I really like that Grasshopper Zorik show though. Um, I want somebody that's not at the top of the division. So I have to fight my way to win a league title, but then get into Europe and go from there. Grasshopper Genk. Zorik. Well, Gra- go no, 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 no. Go, go Gra- for Genk. Grasshopper Zorik, I haven't heard of in Europe in a long time. So um, that might be the one, Adam. I, I, do you know what, Adam? I'm going to go with them and I'm going to give you little updates just to really annoy, <laughs> really annoy us and especially annoy Stephen. Um, have you seen the Advent box of wine in Aldi Gav? I don't drink wine. So um, I can't go with that. North Red says um, LFC women versus Everton women at Anfield on Saturday. Chris, that's something close to your heart. Um, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sun- Sorry, he says Saturday. It, it's Sunday. Uh, you're going to it? I am, yeah. yeah. I'm going with my dad and my little girl. Good, good. And it's been getting some good publicity as well, which is great to see. 
Yeah, I think they've opened the cop up now, so they've got at least two stands getting used, so it'll be good. I just hopefully get a win. Be nice. nice to finally get a win on the board, to be honest. Okay, the Brazilian ads are in Saudi Arabia, says uh, Emmett. So, um, that side of the world, which is probably easier than playing in South America. Um, Barry Carr says, for herself, Gav, uh, she's seven and a half months pregnant, mate, and I don't think she's allowed to drink boxes of wine throughout the month of December, <laughs> but I will ask. Um, Avo says, with Zev Lodz. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Polish. Would it be right in saying? With a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Grasshopper Zurich. I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna start tonight. Um, 70 quid for a fucking, for a, an advent calendar of wine out of Aldi. Not a fucking chance. Um, that's not happening. <laughs> not happening. Um, they're expecting 20,000 at the game at the weekend. So it's not red. So Brilliant. there you go. Um, so listen, I'm off to, uh, take Grasshopper Zurich from mid table right through to, um, European glory on football manager 2018. As I've said, if, if anybody's watching and, and knows football manager 2020 bosses and wants to send me a copy, absolutely go. Uh, sister, perhaps I don't have a sister, Barry. Um, if you would like a full rundown of my family tree and the condition that they're in, just email me at LFC day trippers at gmail.com and um, I'll fill you in. Um, yeah, I'm off to do that. Um, tomorrow is Thursday and I'll be back. Go on, Chris. I'm going to watch the City game again just to cheer myself up. Okay, no problem. Get a lamp sip into you, will you both? I will do, I will do. Yeah, I'm really, really worried at this stage. But look, <laughs> that's it. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, I don't know who the guest is. I will sort that out tomorrow. You'll find this on YouTube. You'll find it on Periscope. You'll find it on, you know, your podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go and follow us on all them things. Subscribe. Do whatever you need to do. Go and do it. Um, and look, as soon as we have anything that's going out, you will find a force. We did do a little trip to the Classic Football Shorts pop-up shop in Dublin on the weekend. It was a reason, it was just a reason to go over a point. Me and Paddy went and I uh, had a lovely time. We done just a little six or seven minute audio clip and I've put that onto YouTube along with some of the photos of the jerseys we've seen in there. So if you want to go onto YouTube and get that, hit the like button on YouTube. You know all that messing. Hit that, hit the like, subscribe. Um, Two prizes to give away before the end of the month for people that subscribe on YouTube. So go and do that too. I've talked enough. Uh, Chris is dying. As I said, I'm off to conquer <laughs> football manager. Over and out. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.